Hi, I'm Jack. No, you're not. I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is good company in the car. Welcome to 2022. <laughs> See, he gives me these dirty looks because he wants me to be completely quiet. Oh, I can play these games. Okay. That's uh, just games. This is quality control. Quality control. Yeah, 2022, it's here. What was that thing you sent out of the, the meme you shared on the Facebook? Which one? About to flick the genitals at the tiger. Oh, but yeah, because it's the year of the tiger. Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> Somebody's so, got their. They're about long, to... You know, someone's always going to say that. Well, it can't get worse. Yeah, smack them across the face. Always get worse. You take that back. You take <laughs> that back. It always get worse. And uh, we went down to Old Town, and it was just uh, as pleasant. Right. It was very nice. It was very sad over, outside. It was, it was overcast, but it was overcast, but it was not. Yeah, it was 65 well, degrees. Of course, Kevin had a coat and a muffler and a because scarf I'm only and a hat and gloves. Right, and I'm right. like in a tank top. I look like short. something out of Dr. Zhivago. Really and Jack was in, a, I was in short shorts and a t-shirt <laughs> and a muscle shirt smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Dripping with band of soleil. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no axe body spray. <laughs> axe body. <laughs> it's very funny. And uh we we uh we walked down to the inn, you know, and they have the little art uh you know music people down there playing, playing uh, the cello and the, and the guy nice. playing the cello. Very atmospheric. And I was like, Oh, let's find a place and have a you know, to have some snacks. Snacks. Yeah, snacks, snacks are important snack. in you. So fish world. market, we set up the fish market, and then we got to sit outside the table. We were the only ones sitting out there. I know. Well, because I wasn't cold, I you might have gotten. Anyway, I wasn't. It doesn't matter. It was fine. So the waitress came out, so it was She lovely. was very sweet, and we really enjoyed it. And yes. uh, I remarked at how peaceful everything was, and at that moment, cue the screaming oh, kid. Oh, that's really funny. He did. He said, oh, look how this is so it's peaceful. so peaceful. And some kids erupted right on cue. And it was right down by the Potomac, so there was fog coming off the river, and uh, it was ominous. very cinematic. It was I very demonstrative. <laughs> that's, that's how it is. So the word demonstrative... Is 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 not in my is not in my vocabulary. It's in my vocabulary. It's not in my wheel well. It's not something I use because wheel. I don't. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound like a pleasant word. Demonstrative mean, mean basically means touchy feely and I'm, affectionate. It, oh, it means affectionate. Well, yeah. I thought it meant touchy. T- a lot of touchy. Well, isn't affectionate touchy? I don't. Well, not. You're, I'm just a touchy person. You're I, very affectionate with the puss. I would say you're very demonstrative with the puss. Okay, but I don't like the way that word sounds. I know you don't. So you say it, I'm like, I don't like that word. It's got that hard monstrative to it. It sounds like you're getting yelled at. I know. It sounds like a remonstration. But there's no (laughs) way demonstrative sounds... Cuddly? Like, yeah, sweet. It doesn't sound like a happy word. Well, it's, yeah... I don't let's know. change that. Let's it's let's it's write a, let's swarmy. Write a it's swarmy. Oh Jesus! Okay. All right. Okay. Oh come on, just having fun with See that. How mean he is. So yeah, and I thought uh, we did a vodka tasting, and I said, Jack, we missed a golden opportunity. We should have turned right around, and I would have switched them, switched them around like a hat trick, and had you guess which vodka is the worst, which is the best. It. You're like, I can't even put that raw no, stuff to my lips. I can't drink. I can't drink. I don't drink vodka straight. Yeah. I don't. It has to be mixed with stuff. I can I can drink flavored vodkas over ice, uh-huh. sip them, mm-hmm. but not, not like. What is this sipping word you're using? <laughs> what does that mean? 
the, the, there's one brand of vanilla vodka that's so good it almost tastes like cream soda, and I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. And I will just put that over ice and let it, you know, kind of dilute. Uh-huh. And that tastes yummy to me. Yeah. Man, but I don't like to drink vodka. I don't like to drink booze straight like yeah, that. Yeah, so. well, you're smart. So well, that's what you like. Well, we're not here to talk about booze. No, and we're not here Even to talk you about. You can talk about it forever and ever and ever, couldn't you? Well, no. Uh, that does that doesn't that doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, favorite TV shows from the nineties? Well, we because we did TV shows of the seventies and the eighties, correct? And then and Kevin wants to do the nineties. Yeah, well, they as well. seem to have been popular episodes, and we give the people what they want. Oh, good. Okay. Well, the problem with this is, is I didn't watch that much. I didn't either. I remember I did watch it, but I'd forgotten it, and I had to kind of refresh my my memory by going through some lists. But I eventually got it. But we've we've been tasked with choosing our top ten favorite from the nineties. So. I have 17. It was 10. Well, I understand that. That's always 10. But the problem is, is that I never, I never watched anything with that much regularity. So I would watch it hot and heavy for a little bit and then I wouldn't watch it anymore. Did you miss the episode on Sesame Street when they count to 10? Because every time I say 10. I understand that, but that's not the way my brain works. So it doesn't work. Yeah, the Pointer Sisters. And they're not in order. Isn't it the- 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 is where you stop. All right, 12 for you. What? You can do 12 Okay, in honor of the Pointer Sisters. Well, a couple of them I'm going to glaze right over because they were very popular. I think they were relatively popular shows. But I have a, I have several on here that I think are a little uh, mildly obscure. Okay, well, so, since you have yet again failed to follow the rules, you, you can start. Okay, well, let's throw this one right out at the very beginning to get rid of it. Allie McBeal. Allie McBeal didn't come on until 1997, uh-huh. but it is considered a show of the 70s. And I did, 90s. Or, that's what I meant to say. And the problem with that show is, is I watched it. I, I know I watched it with regularity. Yeah. Can't remember it. The girl who plays Allie McBeal, she's uh, married to Harrison Ford. Uh, Lockhart. Something. Yeah, Callista Flockhart. Callista Flockhart. She spent her summers in Norwich, New York. Oh. Yeah, Why? I don't know. She had like a cousin there. Poor thing. I know. Uh, but that show- In theory, because she was my sister Molly's age, in theory, we probably crossed paths with her at the Kurt Byer pool. And she was like, oh God, those McMahon people. Well, um, maybe. Possibly. So that was a show I remember watching regularly because yeah. everybody watched it. Yeah. It was the show. Yeah. And it didn't, I, I can remember a few stupid little things from it, but I don't, that's not a show I ever wish to- Okay. To re- Watch again. Re- visit yeah, yeah. so right. okay well see that got rid of that one right there so thanks see. that was an awful okay. show yeah, uh, my first one was a Nickelodeon one it was called The Adventures of Pete and Pete They were two brothers, and they're both named Pete. <laughs> no clue. Yeah, the writers. Somebody asked the writers. They're like, "That wasn't a British television." No, no, no. It was Nickelodeon. It was you know it was supposed to be set like in Illinois, but it was filmed in Southern California. <laughs> okay. And they uh, they said it doesn't make sense. The brothers are Pete and Pete, and, and they said it doesn't make sense to adults. The kids who are watching the show think it's perfectly normal. <laughs> it was really the one brother was kind of business minded, and the other one was a little more. He kind of like existential crisis. It was good. Michael Stipe guessed it on there. Um, Kate Pearson from the B-52s guest. I don't even know the I'll play it for you later. Of the show. Yeah, it was good. 
Pete and Pete. Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so totally out of my... Yeah, it was on know. Saturday mornings yeah. on Nickelodeon. I don't even well, know where I watched a, it. Now, wait a minute. That's a Saturday morning TV show. I have a few cartoons on here that I question whether they should be on the list or Listen, not. you're not going to put... You're not going to get get all rulesy with me. I said 10. You're like, I've got 17. I'm like, that's it was a Nickelodeon saying, show on Saturday. Saturday morning show that's a cartoon that falls no it's live action child that but that falls into no. children's programming counts, counts. I, okay, didn't, I didn't say it had to be adult program okay fine okay fine friends okay friends, we don't even need to talk about friends nope. friends was on from 94 to 2004 everybody knew friends and it, it has a huge following in britain Still. right now women in and it's england all the time it's on all the time and women in england love it and yeah. it's because of the fantasy of living in new york and having friends and doing which was even at the time impossible for them to have the kind of places that they had you know but you couldn't get an apartment in that part of manhattan and and be Especially a waitress and all, well, yeah, yeah, yeah no anyway yeah. so my next one is in living color Great. I have that on here. You do? That is right. a great, great, great. great. Oh, I, can't I just even... recently saw an interview with the main, the Winans. And, Wayans and, brothers? And the, yeah. The, and Jamie Foxx? Well, he wasn't there, but, and they were talking about, you know, just, they got away with so much they because did. nobody knew what to do with it. Yeah. Like, they were scared to say things. And then they said that they would go so far over mm-hmm. that they would say, okay, you can say that. And yeah. it was just. Oh, they, yeah, they put so much, they throw so much on the right, wall right, that they're right. like, all right, you can have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show. That show made me laugh. Oh, it was groundbreaking. It Jim Carrey was so funny. Jamie Foxx's characters were so funny. Yeah. The Wayans brothers are geniuses. Yeah, They're yeah. comedic geniuses. Okay, you go. This is a show that I, I. it seems like nobody knows that much about it. I see it in syndication all the time. Early edition. Don't know. And it was a show about this guy started getting a newspaper the day before. Uh, things happen? He, he got it a day so early? So he got the Wednesday newspaper on Tuesday. Okay. So he could read the paper. Oh, could he pick lottery numbers? Well, and... kind of, but not really. But it was more about what he, it was something, the basis of the show was that he was trying to save people. You know, he was trying. He was trying to save people. Oh, that, okay, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Calamity accidents and, and yeah. stuff like that. So he's a good guy, right, right? Right, and and I watched it really religiously when I first found it, mm-hmm. and then I got annoyed with it and gave up. Okay, fair so, enough. So my next one is keeping up appearances. Hyacinth Bouquet. That's a British show. You're telling me. No, no. Oh, yeah. I just said these are shows from the 90s, and I didn't say anything else. And I said 10. You are talking about. I thought you were talking about. You saw. Do I need uh, to pause this? Keeping up. No, we're going to have the (laughs) argument right on the line. Uh, You. I just said 90s TV shows. I didn't say they had to be American. I didn't say they couldn't be in the morning on Saturday. So every Tuesday you sat and watched Keeping Up Experience. No, I don't even. So it was on syndication. Yeah, but it was in the 90s. Okay, fine. All right, that's the way you want to play it. So along the lines of early edition, because the guy who started it, his, I think his name was Kyle Chandler. Mm-hmm. He's a all American looking guy with dark black hair. Okay. The, the the other show that he was on was called Homefront, and it was on from ninety one to two thousand. Mm-hmm. 
And he, I first saw him on a show that went from 91 to 2000. It was called Homefront. And Homefront was all about life during the war era, you know, like the- During the 40s? During the 40s. For- yeah, yeah, okay. the 40s. Because they were talking about going to Cuba and, and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think a lot of people watched the show. Oh, yeah, I've never heard of it. But it was on for a really long time. Yeah. And it got hmm. to the point, it was like, now it's not even exciting to watch anymore. Yeah. It was so dull. Okay. So, okay, so the Homefront and Early Edition. And a couple of these that I'm, I've got on my list, they seem like another show or the two shows are so close that they should have been me, together at the same time. See, because Kyle Chandler had left Homefront to do Early Edition. Because Homefront was from 91 to 2000 and Early Edition came on in 96. Okay. So there basic, was an overlap. What? There was a four-year overlap? No, Kyle had left Homefront to oh, do okay. Early Edition. Now, then there was a show that totally flew under the radar of most people. And it was called The Pretender. There are pretenders among us, geniuses with the ability to become anyone they want to be. Oh, that's ringing a bell. And it was a dude who was like brought up in a lab or something and with just a little bit of effort he could he could pretend to be a doctor a lawyer oh. a, you know whatever oh uh, yeah i remember that now and and the, the people were trying to find him the lab people or whatever the and agency. he just was elusive he and could he just slip into any guys he could be because he could like have make he could do surgery he oh could he do could math. actually do it yeah, yeah yeah that was the thing and wow and it really went under the radar and i've never seen the guy in anything else that's a great since. premise that's a great premise and it came it was from 96 to 2000 and I that I watched like oh it's thir- I don't even remember when it was on oh it's Thursday mm-hmm. so I gotta watch Pretender cool uh, my next one was King of the Hill that's on here uh, I have that on here where do I have that <laughs> but that didn't come on until the late 90s yeah but I think it started in like 96 or 97 but right. it was on the heels of the success of Beavis and Butthead <sighs> Well, there was the same guy. Yeah. I think King of the Hill is a funny It's a funny, very funny, funny show. It's show. very relatable. Um everybody knows a guy kind of like um Hank Hill. Right. Everybody knows a Peggy. Everybody knows the son. Just very, very so funny, funny. Witty. Yeah, very, very funny. The animation the was show. kind of, you know, yeah. edgy because it was so cheap. But that was kind of part of the fun of it. Yeah. Now, see, this is a show I wasn't gonna list originally, and then I wrote it on here to, if we had time. Ren and Stimpy. That's my. That's three more up. Ren and right. Stimpy. Ren yes, and that's Stimpy. on my list too. I loved Ren and Stimpy. It was so it funny, was so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. And the first two seasons were great, and then there was a problem with the writing yeah. and the guy who did it, and they fucked with him. And then the the final two seasons were not that funny. And then they fired him and brought him back. Yeah, it, it no, just, no, no. It was all this. They, they had that a winning show recipe. Show made me. Laugh. Oh my god! When. The um, Ren and Stimpy, and they're doing it. It's like Tom and Jerry. They go, they work. Ren goes into the home, pretends to, and he's a a rat or whatever Stimpy Ren is, and then he's a chihuahua. Stimpy knocks on the door and is like, "Madam, do you need help getting rid of Rodent?" She's like, "Yes." And it was based on the Tom and Jerry right. cartoons, and it was super violent. Yeah, it was always really, really see, violent. I remembered the really weird shit like Log. What rolls backstairs, come on over and pairs, over your neighbor's dog. Let's wait for a snack. Log from Blamo.
It's log. Uh, yeah. It's log. You know, yeah. I knew still the whole toast, song. Buttered Toast Man. Yeah. And... Don't pee on the electric fence. I was a board game. Oh, I don't. <laughs> That's really funny. It's log. It's log. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun. I used to know it by heart. Like slinky. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And but it, it was, was just a, a piece log. of wood. <laughs> it was and really I, yeah, it was fun. Kind of uh, I feel like that guy must have been a stoner because that was a stoner no, humor. No, <laughs> but does it seem like, to me, that doesn't seem like stoner humor. That seems like lunacy. Yeah, like, it was great. Ren and Stimpy was yeah. ahead of its time. Uh, oh, my next one, Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld was good. That, you know, even, you really had to. I have it on here. Yeah. I, I never I, watched Seinfeld until it was on the syndication. Yeah, and I watched it, you know, the gags, you know, are you the king of your domain? And I, you know. I totally, totally, because it was on from like 5.30 to 6, and, or 5.30, 5 to 5.30 and 5.30 to 6 on some channel. That was when it was and in that's syndication. that's when I watched yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was still on new, and it was on in syndication, syndication right. but I could never catch it in, on the regular yeah. show. I, I caught it live, it. and I caught it that, and, and I, it wasn't like I, you know, scheduled my evening around Seinfeld. See, I used to like, oh, I have to be home on Tuesdays or because we were talking about TV shows and you said Pam wouldn't wash her hair on a Tuesday or Wednesday. I see you she, she won't go she out on a date on the, or something. Uh, like that. Dallas, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. Dallas. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you have a TV show that you really like and yeah. you do that. She would, yeah, she would. She would yeah, not yeah. go out on a date. She wouldn't meet her friends until after, and it was like from ten to eleven, I think. And that, doing this too, it reminded me, like I told you, uh, Homefront and Early Edition. I didn't remember them until I did a search. search yeah. And I mean, I, I loved Homefront. I remember we would get to work that it was it was the water cooler water cooler conversation home front talking yeah. about home front yeah cool a uh, yeah. show that's bloop gone to the world i'd forgotten all about pete and pete i never even heard of it. uh i have third rock from the sun aliens are all around us this is the story of a band of four such explorers 1996 to 2001 i'll acknowledge it you don't um, like it? I thought it was okay. I thought oh, there was some funny scenes. that show made me laugh. I could see where you would have liked it. That, and the other thing is, is the landlady, the kind... I don't she remember. A, she was the... Oh, she owned the, the the apartment where the... the aliens lived? The aliens lived. I had an aunt, uh -huh. Aunt Merle. <laughs> Oh my God! Aunt Merle was the character. Your aunts have the best names, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah me, Ariely. Uh She, uh, you know, she, the cigarette and the high heels and uh, the oh, my second husband and my yeah. first husband. And, so you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about how country you guys are and um, biscuits and gravy. Biscuits. And gravy. We were. Where were we getting biscuits and gravy? Uh, oh, was it the Bobanitas Diner Bob yesterday Anita's for had breakfast? Biscuits, and I was. I would not order biscuits and gravy from Bobanitas because there's just no way it could be good. Yeah, you don't think so? No. You go to Bob Evans for biscuits and gravy uh -huh. or Hardee's. Did your mom make it? Yeah, of course she did. Oh, wow. Uh, I love West Virginia stuff. It's fun. <laughs> Food, yeah. yeah. Pepperoni rolls. Pepperoni rolls. Yeah. I got to learn how to make those. You do. You really do. Because that, that's, that's, that's Low-carb pepperoni rolls. Low-carb pepperoni rolls. I don't think awful. that exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my next one is The X-Files. I have the X-Files on here. Now, this is one of those shows that falls into the category of I did not watch it with any regularity. Uh -huh. And the reason that I didn't watch it with any regularity is because sometimes the shows were depressing. They were. They were dark. See, no, no, no. I can handle dark. Uh -huh. Dark's fine. But it was like... 
made you think be a better person don't be a bad person uh-huh. don't beat kids don't and i'm like no 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 wait you want to beat kids and <laughs> no, not be a better person <laughs> no like, you, mis- like you always talked about mash like you really liked the tv show mash uh-huh. i was like too many of those shows were depressing yeah. no i didn't I, I never i got the science fiction part of it and there's several shows mm-hmm. i can remember very mm-hmm. distinctly but it, it was not a show like to go back and watch. It's not something that I watch. If I catch it on TV, I'll watch it. But, you know, it's just eh, meh. What was the uh, TV show it was on in the early 90s? And it, it informed a lot of shows like X-Files. It was set out in the Pacific Northwest. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. See, I don't even it, it, have it on. I don't it, even think I ever saw an episode. It lasted one season, and it was just as weird. And everybody and, and loved dark. it. Yes, yeah. That's one of those shows they canceled, and it's like, how did they cancel that show? Everybody loved it. It only show. ran for one season. It was like abruptly canceled the second year. And I don't think and, the 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 mystery was ever solved. It wasn't, and, and they yeah. rebooted it like a couple years ago, and it was even crazier. I didn't see it, <laughs> but um, it has a devoted fan base. Yes, and you know, and it it was very influential on many subsequent kind of dark mystic realism kind of shows. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's one of those weird things. Uh, a show that I watched that I really, really fell for that I enjoyed, and it was Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, okay. I, I have, uh, I think, if I can read my handwriting, in 95 to 2001. Okay. And it was a new show, but it wasn't on any of the major networks. It was on that UPN or whatever that other channel was. Okay. And it was so fresh. Yeah. Because, like... The the the, 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 grav- the production quality was really high, oh, wasn't yeah. it? It was, like, you know, the regular Star Trek was fun, and then Star Trek The Next Generation was kind of a continuation of the mm-hmm. regular Star But, you know, this one, they were, like, in the Delta Zone or whatever that was. They, oh, it, had not, it wasn't really it, connected to the other yeah, one? Yeah, because they couldn't... They didn't have the Federation to lean on. They had to... It was like they were on a ship at sea trying to figure things out. Oh, okay. So the the bad guys and the good guys had to sign a truce and you know all this kind of to to work together. Oh, and all yeah, this kind of stuff. I have a lot of friends who love that show. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I think it's a great show. And then there was a lot of weird shit in that one too. Yeah. So you know. Next on my list, before we named we're it, we're going through this really fast. I'm kind of rushing it because I want to talk about every show because I know I have more than ten. <laughs> See? See how I work with you people. Uh, I was my next one was Ren and Stimpy, oh. the iconic Ren and Stimpy. So, but oh, we already talked about it. order. Yeah. Oh, okay. I took the assignment. You know. Well, it would help <laughs> if you gave me the assignment ahead of time instead of we're going to do a show and I got to go get a piece of paper and write a bunch of shows down so I know what we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, you see, you were prepared. I was not prepared, but I got it all written down. Hey, I don't like this conversation. Okay, <laughs> keep going. What's your next one? Uh, my next one would be Frasier. I thought Frasier, the writing was so funny, and they. I believe it was. It's my friend Joe who is went to film school at NYU. Hi, Joe, and he's very up on script writing and everything. And he was telling me that in film school they frequently say write an episode for Frasier because on Frasier apparently there's a laugh like every seven seconds Mm -hmm. and I watched one once and I'm like you chuckle and there's a chuckle the writing and the interplay and they're like if you can write a good Frasier episode you're writing good 
copy. You know, you're making a good script. Frasier was a good show, but I never watched it when it was on. I watched it in syndication. Yeah. I really, it was funny. And, the, you know, the oh, casting was good. Niles was good. Niles was my favorite. He was Oh, so he made funny. me laugh. Yes, he was, was a so scene stealer. Funny. And then there was one, see the stupid shit you remember? Uh, Niles only wore these hand-stitched Italian leather shoes that every time a pair of shoes was made, uh, the, the monks went and rang a bell. <laughs> and, um, and he went, Here's a new pair of shoes, and a Frasier goes, I can hear bells ringing in the Italian. And I laughed. That really made me laugh. It was so funny. No, the writing was just brilliant. It was witty, and it was intellectual, but it wasn't snobby. And Frasier's snobbiness... He was regularly the victim of his. He was right, you know, stuff backfired yeah, on him all yeah, yeah. the time. It because was because his delicious. dad was like. A, but he, neither his father or his mother were snobs. No, that's it, why it was funny. And, and they're trying to get like get in the better, better diners club or whatever the social yeah, club, yeah, 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 and yeah. they end up out on the back deck. But uh, you know the, I forget. There was always very funny plot twists when. Uh, uh, Niles takes over Frazier's show because Frazier is sick. And Niles is like, well, I'm filling in for my brother, so let's get better. And he looks over <laughs> at the production room like, I already came up Roz. with my catchphrase. I loved Roz. Roz. Roz is hilarious. Roz was great. Roz tried to be cast in another show. Oh, I think it was to be the um, wife in King of Queens. I think uh-huh. she tried out for that, but she got that. The, the thing in Frasier, I yeah. think. It was something like that or yeah. vice versa. Leah Remney tried out yeah. for Roz and didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, Roz was a scene stealer too. Yeah. She was just so over everything. It's funny that you mentioned King of Queens because that was a show for the 90s, but it's not on my list because I was like, I watched, I may have seen an episode or two and all I saw in that show was basically not quite the Flintstones, but a <laughs> yeah. big dumb guy yeah. and the wife has Always to yell and with scream <laughs> and she's kind of, yeah, and that's that yeah. wasn't fun for me. Yeah. I, I do remember now, one the episode. Jerry Stiller character was funny. I know you liked him. I, I thought it was very funny, though. He's like, okay, hon, I'm making fish sticks. I'm making eight fish sticks. Do you want any fish That's sticks? A great she's, line. she's like, no, no, I don't want any. And what was his name? Doug? I forget. Doug, yeah. Yeah. Right. And she, he's like, okay, I'm making eight fish sticks, eight for me. These are my eight fish sticks. I so love you, this and, conversation. And, and you know, it was, I know this scene. And, 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 and I forget. And she's like, no. And I think she actually tries to get one later. And yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. you had your no, chance. No, no, no. But they did it very, very comedically. Yep. It was I, funny. I, but see, but that's one of those things. That's, that's one of those things with that show in particular. <laughs> the man's an idiot. Uh-huh. The wife has to basically tell him how to do everything for him to function properly. Yeah. And, and then when she does something, it's, Oh, it's like no, no. It's the honeymooners, no, right? No, it, well, it's kind of the it's it's just a variation on the same theme, but they really portray him as just the big. Even when he's doing everything right, he's just the big dumb dumb. And I didn't like I didn't that took away the fun of the show. To me. Family Guy one time they did like a cutaway and it was supposed to be the honeymooners. He's like one of these days, and then Ralph actually hits her and she goes flying through the roof. I mean, just commits this horrible act of That's domestic hilarious. violence. That's really funny uh so that was it frazier for me okay uh this was a show that nobody seems to remember it was called the critic mm-hmm. and it was a oh car- it was cartoon it was yeah. an animated yep. it was john lovitz it was essay. funny it was funny it was really really it was a clever and premise it, and when it went oh that's 
stinks. And when it went away, uh, it went away. Yeah. There was no, you it doesn't know. Have, yeah, it's not residuals. Right. Or, or, it, there, yeah. I've never seen it anywhere. I think I remember it may have come on one of the cartoon channels at one point. Yeah. In a while. That was, it was good. The writing was really was funny on that really, one. Really, really funny. John Lovett? Yes. I guess he quit SNL to do those subway commercials. He's <laughs> chafing it. At- I don't know. I don't know about it. Uh, my next one is, I think, a shared favorite. Absolutely fabulous. Wheels on fire, rolling down the road. That show to me was I never so saw it. Funny. I didn't see it until syndication. Yeah. And so that didn't fall in the category I for forgot. me. We were seeing it while That it show still... makes me laugh. Oh, it is Funny. funny jennifer saunders is so and she again the brunt of her own but you bad right. decisions yeah, yeah. and when she buys the alfa romeo and <laughs> that they get a, hammered and then they have to go to traffic court and just it was so it's just so funny and she apparently is kind of a bitch which is jennifer saunders yeah in real uh, life well maybe i don't know she seems kind of funny to me she's very i mean she's she wrote all that stuff the really funny part is on the show she comes off as kind of dumb uh-huh. and joanna lum the uh joanna lum yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joanna Lumley comes off as kind of mean, and all the things I've seen of jo- Joanna Lumley is quite lovely. Oh, she's a, she's an elegant lady. And yes, it's she's kind of a funny. Uh, she's a big proponent for the um, the Indian guards who were in the British service, and she got the she was able to. Uh, um, oh, because her family lived in India. India. Yeah, That's she was right. born in India, and she was able to on their behalf. What is that called? Advocate? A- advocate for them to get full British citizenship. Oh, look at me finding a word you couldn't think right, of. Hey, thank you. Citizenship. Just a couple years ago, and they were all, and I, I'm I'm drawing a blank on what the guards are called, but she's great. Right, Joanna yes, Lumley's yes. great. And, and she had a really big career before this. She's also, she did. But she was in the Avengers she was, she was or whatever. She was a model. And she was also, uh, she, she's got to be in her late 70s yeah at this she point. is she's done a lot of agatha christie stuff she's yeah. shown up in lots of the uh yeah she's agatha a good christie actress movies. Yeah, she's yeah, a good yeah. actress i like her you've got a bunch let's do a few more of One, yours two. because well actually we because we were speaking very quickly there at the huh? beginning i got through most of them so there was one that i really liked and i remember watching it it was called living single And it was a black friends. I saw that Queen in Latifah. the list. I don't remember it. She Queen, can act. Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. Queen Latifah I, I, is is the big Kim. Somebody was the was the other girl and Kim Field. There were two Kims. Uh-huh. Kim Tootie from Facts Alive. Okay, that's was, how I know was, her. <laughs> right. Was that, but then there was another girl. I think her name was Kim too. She was funny and then there were the two guys that lived in the apartment above them or below them or whatever Uh and that show made me laugh i thought it was really 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 a really funny show a show i just i it's been on for years called blackish i was watching it at the gym the other night oh my god it's hysterical it's hysterical i i've only ever picked up clips and bits and oh, I was, i've never I, ever i've never actually actually and i love jennifer lawrence or jennifer jennifer uh, oh the mother the, yeah, yeah the grandmother the, the, the grandmother yeah. she's hysterical but that show is great and i remember queen latifah was guest hosting on snl mm-hmm. 15 20 years ago she was out acting and out funnying the cast members she was in skit after skit she was far and away the funniest one she was nailing her lines she had she you know she just well, got it say about snl a lot of the musical guests that hosts are funny yeah, you she know. was really good, and she was doing a the, the she was Queen Latifah, and the Latifians were under attack, and she she you know she had on a crown. It was really 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 good stuff. Um, and one show that I'm sure you completely overlooked nine zero two one zero. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, did not watch it. I did. No, I, I hard pass. Wa- and then the other one, the offshoot was Melrose Place. Yeah, nope. And Yuck. I didn't. I the first season of Melrose Place, Melrose Place I watched with semi regularity, but nine hundred two one zero to me was hilarious because it's like the it's so abs- melodramatic the, the absurdity <laughs> that these are fifteen and sixteen year old kids. Oh, and it's like midlife crises. And, <laughs> and one of the funniest parts, and I I can I can is you know the the new kids in town and she's going off to run around with the one blonde girl and she goes okay so what time's your curfew and the girl looks at her and goes excuse me like, <laughs> like these are rich beverly hills kids they don't have, they didn't those have any boundaries and she had a red bmw convertible she's what? 60 brand new red bmw who was the big star in that well there was a whole bunch of them was that the one that um tori spelling was tori spelling on? was yeah. it because only because her dad was well she's, she's according to her she she didn't ad- audition she her parent they didn't they didn't and just shoo she, in. she had, wasn't a shoo she in? auditioned and got it and them not knowing she was Tori Spelling. Oh, I don't I believe that for a second. I don't believe it for a second. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. But, you know, think of all the people that came out of that show that are still, yeah. you know, and then, then they make fun of it on... <laughs> They made fun of it on Family Guy. They were doing 90210, and there was a character named Andrea. She was the really smart girl. Uh-huh. And so, because you know they're supposed to be high school, uh-huh. and she's like 30-something, <laughs> the actress was. And she's like, I remember when this was nothing but orange cheese, talking about <laughs> Beverly Hills. And I thought that was hilarious. Uh, who is Luke? What's his name? Luke Perry. Luke Perry was on that. And they were supposed to be high schoolers, and he was like 25 at the time and losing his hair. I remember they did yeah. a cutaway on on um, Family Guy to 90210. Ma- yeah. They made fun of it a lot. Actually, Luke Perry was on, uh, was on Family Guy a lot, making he, fun of 90210. So he, and, and they have him as 90210, and he goes to grin, and his forehead's all wrinkles, you know, and he just, he looks, you know, because well, yeah. a lot of, it was sort of like Greece. When you look at Greece now, the, the, the greasers are like 30-year-old men with right. five o'clock shadows, exactly. but back then they're supposed to be 17. But that's part of being in a movie or TV show. You're, you're going to Suspend have to disbelief. Just, yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I only have one more. Oh, okay. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. I have five, technically three, but five. All right. We'll do a couple more years. Animaniac. It's time for Oh, I, I had a list at the end. I was going to say, I'll bet you love these. You love Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain. Well, Pinky and the Brain were on Animaniacs. Yeah, okay. Later, Pinky and the Brain got their own show, but originally, Pinky and the Brain were on Animaniacs. I impressed you the other day. You said, what are we going to do today? And you said, tra- I know, and I'm like, I couldn't believe you actually got the, <laughs> I got reference. the reference. I did. That was really funny. I nailed it. I Thank you. Love- I was this because this was on during the afternoon. I was working in the office, and me, Alice, and Anthony would take our breaks. To watch Pinky and the Brain. It was really funny because all the other people took their breaks to catch the soap opera. Uh, we took our breaks to watch the Animaniacs. And Animaniacs had a lot of like double entendre oh, jokes. Like funny. you'd only get if you were an adult. And I actually got into a fight with a girl. She was in the break room watching TV when we came into the break room. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, it is anim- our break time. <laughs> you know. Animaniacs got called out for that. There was an episode of SpongeBob yeah. when Squidward was going to go to jail. And SpongeBob elbows him and he says, hey, Squidward, don't drop the soap. 
<laughs> yes, oh, that's hilarious. Yes. And there was a famous Flintstones episode they got this joke by from 1966 or 67. And uh, it was him, Barney, and Fred going to do something. And he's like, golly, if we did that, Barney, we'd look like we have two heads. And then he's like, well, then I'd have three. <laughs> it was a reference that's to his genitalia. <laughs> So well, that was an adult show. Yeah, but they still, that's pretty yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah. So then another cartoon, because that falls into the same, I loved Animaniacs. I have their CD. I really do. Uh, yeah. uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, Dexter's I could see you Dexter. 96 to 2003. I could see you loving Dexter. I thought Dexter was funny and Dee Dee. <laughs> yeah, she, she was she was very, very funny. So that basically leads down to three shows I have left on my list, two of which are twins in a way. Do those. Then, okay, no. <laughs> so there was a TV show one. Again, this is one of those shows that after it kind of fell off the earth, news radio. Yeah, was that the guy from Kids in the Hall? Yes, Dave Foley, uh, Joe Rogan. Oh, Kids in the Hall gets honorable Andy mention. Dick. Yeah. Uh, that was who a very was the popular guy from show. SNL who died, and then he was replaced by John Lovitz, I believe. Uh, he did. He was the one who did all of the. And Phil Hartman was on the show, and then of course he died. Oh uh, God, that was tragic. Was replaced but- by John Lovitz. That show was absolutely hysterical. It yeah. was so. So funny, and and it was dry. It wasn't it was. like it was. And Joe Rogan really he made me laugh. He, yeah, I thought that was a really good show. So there was news radio from ninety five to ninety nine, and then the 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 twin show was suddenly Susan. <laughs> Oh, really? Suddenly Susan was with Brooke. No, no, no. They're not related at all. Oh. Suddenly Susan was the exact same show on another channel with Brooke Shields. Okay. And there was I remember a, the name. I never watched radio, it. I don't know the name of the actress or I'd say it. They had a Spitfire redhead. Uh-huh. And on Suddenly Susan, they had a Spitfire redhead. And she was played by Kathy Griffin. Oh, okay. And Who's hysterical. Was, yeah. I watched Suddenly Susan. Uh, uh, Barbara. Uh, Barbara. Barbara Barry was uh, Brooke Shields' grandmother. And I watched Suddenly Susan and News Radio. These are the most lame. I mean, in terms of my sense of humor, mm-hmm. these are pretty lame shows. Mm-hmm. But I the, I watched them. There's, oh, it's Tuesday. Oh, you know, yeah, no, I never, on, you never know. watched. I, I watched yeah. News News Radio a little bit because I like Dave Foley. And right. I didn't watch Suddenly and Susan. And they both basically like ran Shields. from the same time. News Radio was 95 to 99. Suddenly Susan was 96 to 2000. And it was kind of the same show. Suddenly Susan was a news magazine or a newspaper. Sure. And news radio was news a radio. radio show. Yeah. I don't think Brooke Shields can act. Really. Yeah, she she's, she she does a lot of Hallmark movies now. Yeah. She has a Hallmark mystery she's series. Pretty wooden. She's pretty wooden. She just, there's just one that just came out for Christmas, and she's a J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. substitute kind of a thing. So yeah. she's really, really, really wealthy, uh-huh. and she decides to buy the castle that her grandfather always talked about when he grew up. Oh, working, geez, that is Hallmark. And she goes back right, and it's. Uh, who's the actor? Romance? Who's the actor from Princess Bride? Uh, Carrie Ellis. Uh, the names Ellis? don't really matter. Car- 
They don't matter to me anyway. He's the he's the royal that okay. lives in the castle, and they end up getting married. And it's Brooks, and they fall. That's in love. sort of like yeah, to the manor born. I love that show. Uh, yeah, that was a good show. That was from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, Penelope Keith. Yeah, I <laughs> love. I know you love Penelope. Audrey Keith. Forbes Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, that see, that's how much that show. I how much I enjoyed that show. Ah, <laughs> uh, funny. Okay, well, speaking of Phil Hartman, he did a lot of the great work on this show, but The Simpsons. Simpsons. The Simpsons. And you know what? It's not even on my list because it's always on. It's been on for like 30 it's years. It's still on brand new, and it's in syndication on a couple of different channels. Oh, it's great. I just remember, and I have a favorite episode, John Waters. Oh. John Waters has a novelty shop in the mall, and Marge befriends him, and he befriends Marge and Bart, and they he starts coming over, and then <laughs> Homer, Homer, first of all, Homer doesn't get that uh, John Waters is gay, and and Marge has to explain it to him, and it, she's like, I, I think he prefers the company of men. <laughs> Who doesn't? Like, I, I think he's a. Well, I'll, I'll play the clip. You know me, Marge. I like my beer cold, my TV loud, and my homosexuals. Flaming. So, you know me, I like my beer cold, my TV loud, and my homosexuals flaming. And That's then, hilarious. Uh, then he, um, Dad, why'd you take me to a gay steel mill? <laughs> the other one Hot was, stuff coming through. Yeah. <laughs> when we were on the bus at Disney, and I said, Ultra Suede's, an, uh, Ultra Suede's a miracle. This is just good timing. That's and the guy funny. behind me got the reference. That's Oh, that's right. We were on the bus going to the casino. Yes. That's right. And that's because John Waters' character is saving them from the evil um, reindeer that are about to attack that's them with, with the uh, annual moon man. It's a miracle. No, Ultra Suede is a miracle. This is just good timing. But those are my top 10. This is the very last show I have. I watched this. Was When was Murphy Brown? Oh, that was the 80s, wasn't it? We talked about I. It, yeah, we had to. We I talked think it was in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So uh, this was another show that I remember talking about in the office was Northern Exposure. Yeah. From yes. 1990 to 1995, it's the New York doctor who's in some place in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. Yeah, that was and a big hit. part of his contract to get his schooling paid for. Yep. He had to go live in, in Alaska. Yep, and I, I thought that was a fun show. It was a good show. I watched that a little bit. Yeah. So those, but I, in the nineties, I had lots of other stuff going on. I was doing other stuff too, but um, those and I didn't were, have cable. Those so were the shows I, I was watching. Catch it, if I didn't catch it. Yeah, you know, you when it was it. on, I didn't yeah. catch it. So. No, what a time to be alive right now. What huh? a time to be alive. <laughs> it's pitiful. I've got cable with every pay channel. I got that Roku thing with two or three pay channels. <laughs> I got Prime. I got Netflix. I know. I got... And, 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 you can say, and there's still nothing to watch. <laughs> well, you know, I can like, find things to watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's just so funny. And then I try to download stuff so I can listen to it on my uh, TV stuff to... Uh, stuff to watch on my phone and or ipad and i just i cannot i do not i used to know someone who uh was the general manager of a local chain video store mm -hmm. so in the metropolitan area of dc i think they had 30 some stores at one okay. point so and it was a booming business it, it was made the owner it a was. lot of money yeah it wasn't a blockbuster it wasn't a national chain it was called potomac video which i remember was a potomac, local, video. potomac video was a local video chain and it did very very well and then the owner, if I if, if I'm remembering the story correctly, the owner couldn't understand why last year this store did 
twenty thousand uh-huh. dollars. Why is it only doing ten thousand this year? Was it the encroachment of cable? It, exactly, cable and the internet. Yeah, okay. Because people didn't have anything to do in the evening. Think about it. Before mm-hmm. computers, yeah. If you came home in the evening, you either listened to music, you read, or you watched TV. Right. Those were the three things you did. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you know hobbies and stuff like that. So then, yeah, cable. Yeah, you've got thousands hundreds of channels to watch bruce springsteen had a song back in like 1985 uh 62 channels and nothing on (laughs) it's like a first song you know and 62 cable channels and he can't find anything to watch and it was about that you know you've got the the, these riches of channels you you still don't want to watch any of it you know you open the fridge you don't want to eat anything i find that i end up watching the same channels. Yeah. I watch a lot of British stuff, whether uh-huh. it's BBC or Acorn or PBS. Yeah. And then I like movies. Mm-hmm. And then I like uh, either on Netflix or Amazon, I like the brand new low budget sci-fi and right. scary stuff. And I can't get you off the Iron Chef channel on Pluto. Oh that thing God. is on day and fucking oh night. God. Battle Squid, Battle oh Skate, God. Battle Quail, Battle oh Seaweed. God. It's just I don't see, I don't get what you see in that show. It's just it's beyond me. Listen, <laughs> this is all I'm going to say about the Iron Chef. I don't watch the Iron Chef. No, I know you don't. But I love Kevin, the Iron Chef. I know. I think it's this is the joke. But here's the, here's why it's funny. I don't watch the Iron Chef. Uh-uh. Meaning, if it's on the television, I'm like it's a background noise. I'll say, what are they making? Whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. Kevin watches the show. He watches several cooking shows with some serious. devotion Mm -hmm. and he's watched them enough that i can catch a minute of the show and go that's the one that they're making this that and the other battle monkfish and i'm not watching the show this is how much kevin watches these cooking shows so it's very funny to me that i know the shows from what he's watching even though i'm not watching them all right well thanks for coming down memory lane with us and i guess maybe we're gonna move on to the aughts next time well yeah but i again we're gonna have to struggle it's gonna be really hard for me because that's gonna be a commitment to me too once 2000 hit actually if you think about it it's 2000 and then there's 2010 and then there's 2020 i know we've got our work cut out for us there's we're gonna have to put our noses to the grindstone, Jack. We got to do it for good company in the car. The last few years, I don't, I don't think I've watched ABC, CBS. Well, get NBC. on it. You've yeah, got some time. <laughs> Arriva Derchi, everybody. Good night, oh, see, all the ships at sea. Do you notice that? Do you notice that he's saying Arriva Derchi trying to compete with Or of Warves? <laughs> it's gonna always be Or of Warves, Kevin. All right, bye. Or of That someday the ass will be the girl can't have it. She's in love with me. Can't help it. The girl can't.